I'm not sure what Francis Ross's head teacher made of him back in the 1950s before he grew his first ponytail and status quo meant you ended up doing what your dad did. He went on to form the rock band, which has had more chart singles than any other in the UK and has sold nearly 120 million records worldwide, and yet, and yet. While he was rocking all over the world, did he ever shake off the memory of Our Lady and St Philip Neary RC Primary School in Forest Hill, South East London? We sent him back there with JP Devlin to find out. We've brought you to a place called Forest Hill in south-east London. It's SC23, where I was born and grew up for most of my formative years. When were you last back? In the last five years, my brother and I, a day or so after Christmas, because it's quite roam around south London generally, and we've passed here a few times, and I've often said that I'd love to go into the school again. Catholic school, Our Lady and St Philip Neri, which is where I came to school when I was four or five years old. And luckily, I've had the chance to do it today. My brother's going to be gutted. Whatever you want, whatever you like, whatever you like. This is so How do you get the car? Where's the cattle prod? I haven't seen it. <laughs> yes, sir. What car do you have? A uh, BMW. Oh, I told you. <laughs> well, I just I had them since I was 19. I liked them. It's not going to do being. I just like them and they're reliable. But I don't drive them much. I had my last one for 14 years and I managed 37,000 miles on it. Which is not a lot of miles, so I can see you're nodding off there. I'll move on. <laughs> this score was like the midway round as you were going around. You started there, did you not, and came along here? Yes. And then jumped over yes. to Mrs Sullivan, is that right, and went along there? And then out to Mr Jones? And there was a guy who had polio. There was a lot of that about kids that had things and stuff that we all took for... Um, it's just how it was, you know. Everybody was just together. There was a girl, Penelope... This girl had just joined from another yeah. school and we were kind of sat mid-class and, and she would just get up and, and totter off for a wee. She'd come back again then she'd, and then this teacher had his picture up and said, well, in this school we have to ask. And there was another guy, a Polish guy, who always used to come in he said, I've got a bellyache, miss. I used to think, oh, for some reason, belly sounded horrible to me and he always used to have a bellyache, miss. Little Polish guy with snot, uh, with, you know, uh, silver <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> and this was in this class... Headmaster Mr Noonan came in one day with this big thing, we want this going to stop the whole school, which they did, and they played... Long time ago in Bethlehem. Harry Belafonte had just put that single out, and the whole school had to listen to it. And man will live forevermore Because of Christmas Day Tell us a bit more, Francis, about this area and about your family and the ice cream business. My grandmother had this large cafe shop. We had the double egg, double sausage, baked beans, plus the sort of roast beef Yorkshire pudding jobby going on. And then we had the ice cream being made at the back and we helped make the ice lollies and stuff like that. So I had to do all that and wrap them. The whole thing about the area and Rosses and we'd see vans and the two schools I went to, there were always one of my uncles or something outside the school selling ice cream. What was your favourite ice cream? Probably vanilla, but we were fascinated with lemon ice at the time. It's like a lemon sorbet, sorry. We called it lemon ice at the time. The idea of lemon ice and vanilla together. And my grandfather made seriously good ice cream. Why didn't you go into the ice cream business? Very nearly did. I think one needed about £1,000 at the time to buy the fully decked out ice cream van with everything in it, you know. I was taking delivery of an ice cream van which was coming in February '68. We'd recorded Matchstick Men October or November 67, and then just early 68, Matchstick Men hit the chart, so I cancelled the van and...
There was a girl, Antoinette Millard, I was, and Josephine Bowden. And um, this guy, Mickey Barnes, was a bit of a lad, he said to me, no, what inspired you to become a um, musician? I always liked music ever since I can remember. When I was about seven, I saw the Everly Brothers, and that's what I wanted to do, was just strum and sing. And my brother was going to do it with me, and we asked our mum and dad to get us guitars, and my brother changed his mind at the last minute and got a train set. So I don't talk to my brother anymore. <laughs> I sold his train set later on, don't worry. But my first lesson I went for, a guy said to me, what do you want to learn, foxtrots or waltzes? And I wanted to learn Everly Brothers. And he said some derogatory remarks, so I never went back to learn. So I learnt from then, we need to teach young people stuff you want to learn. Nobody in this room, right? <laughs> oh, they're a lot posher than when I was. Oh, this is the toilet. Why did I tell my brother? Oh, no, this is posh. What was it like in your day, Francis? Well, much lower, wooden, no doors, if I remember. I don't remember doors. You know, I was here in the 50s, so I was just going to say, those sinks are low, because they've got to be, haven't they? <laughs> When you were here, what kind of a person were you? Shy, quiet and out of the way. I, when I got to the other school, I learned to do Jack the Lance South London boy. Well, it'd be like that, so well, you'd be in trouble, wouldn't you? You know what I mean? And I suppose I have to thank the next school for that because it made me Jack the Lad to do what I do, and that's part of what I do with Quo. Whereas this school was so, as I said, this much more of a nurturing school, and I really cried when I left here. Did you really? Yeah, big time. I think you might have gained a few new status quo fans here today. <laughs> It'd be nice, wouldn't it? You look very happy here after having seen around your old school. How do you really feel? This has lifted my spirit somewhat. I don't know why. I wouldn't have thought it did. They seem very happy, very well balanced and nurtured and looked after, which I think is what we need for our kids or for all of us. We all want that. And I now crave to go back to the time before I had responsibility. Back to the womb, perhaps. LAUGHTER